0: Hi everybody, Craig from Yes Have Some here, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you all about YHS Podcast on Patreon. You know, you're here for a reason. You either just discovered Yes Have Some, or you've been listening for a long time. You like what we do here, and I'm telling you, Patreon is the best way to get a lot more of it. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support YHS, help us keep the lights on as they say, and you get complete access to our entire archive of bonus audio content. We do multiple bonus episodes a month. Sometimes they're full YHS episodes. Sometimes it's me just rambling about toys. We even have Jacob Walsh doing passages of Stephen King and giving his insight and opinion on all the books he loves with the Jacob Walsh Book Club. I'm telling you, The people that are already a part of it absolutely love it. We have this incredible community. And it's not just the audio episodes. You're going to get access to the exclusive YHS Patreon Discord, as well as our Patreon Instagram. Like, when we go on trips, when we go to Star Wars Celebration, when we go to Dragon Con, when we do all the stuff that YHS is known for, we don't post everything publicly. We have an Instagram page just for Patreon. It has exclusive photos, video, and just content that you're not going to get anywhere else except for on the YHS Instagram for Patreon. So Abby likes to say, turn the wheel and unlock that vault and get access to all of this incredible YHS content that you've been missing out on. Patreon.com slash yeshavesome. As little as $5 a month. We have multiple tiers. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay, let's get to the show.
1: Separate, sold separately.
2: from the corner penthouse of spook central all the way to Starkiller Base, this is yes have some podcast do i
3: yes have some yes have some you know they told me you people were conceited douchebags
2: the only place in the multiverse where you can love the book hate the movie but still buy all the toys i'm afraid you're just too
1: darn loud i'm not looking for a friend i'm looking for a jedi master a
0: what
2: Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and
0: Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. Guys, we are halfway through year six of this social experiment called YHS. I thought we were about to be done. I was ready to retire, and then Sony was like, not so fast. There's more Ghostbusters to be had. And I was like... You win this time, Sony Columbia Ghost Corps. <laughs> you win this time. Yep, that's a tell them. That's what I said.
2: Yeah, it was what you said. You know what I did? I wouldn't put this shirt on for this episode because I feel like
0: you're ready to party.
2: Yes, I'm feel I'm feeling Ghostbusters um, excitement
0: right now. Hi, everybody. My name is Craig Goldberg, and there was something I was. Oh, we're just saving something. Yeah, I was saving something because we were doing some Patreon content before this, because if you sign up for YHS on Patreon, which you can do at patreon.com slash yes have some every week you actually get yes have some podcast early ad free with extra content. It's classic wow um but we'll talk about that later god forbid you advertise patreon on you know just get itunes i'm, I'm still so salty about that all <laughs> they do is talk about their patreon it's,
2: it's not- called working and hustling <laughs> <It's true. laughs>
0: sorry you don't like your six and a half years of free content yeah hey sorry you don't like money
2: Yo, <laughs> no, we don't so, leave anything on the table
0: so this was the story um we were in Martha's Vineyard last week. Everybody knows that because we won't shut up about it. We had a great time. Um, but you know, going there and back on a road trip, you, it takes a couple days to get there. So we stayed in a lot of hotels. It actually, it kind of felt like being on tour with my band again. It took me back about 15, 17 years. Every night, another town, another Hampton Inn.
2: A new sunset and a new humbling place. Yes,
0: thank you. <laughs> um, but on the way back, we did, uh, We we stayed in, norwich or Norwich, connecticut which was a really cool town uh not that we explored it but it was uh, we walked through a cemetery
2: it was my favorite hotel it that i think cool. i may have ever stayed at it was cool it was, it was a was really cool. cool hotel so
0: abby and i door dashed pizza from one of the local pizzerias that evening mm-hmm. and my door dash was still set to said pizzeria and i did not know so we <laughs> ordered
2: uh- can i point out why i ordered pizza Sure, sure, it was because the hotel was next to a cemetery, and I wanted to take a walk, and thinking of pet cemetery, uh the main character in the book eats a pizza before he goes and digs the sun up. so I had this kind of messed up thing in my head. oh, yeah,
0: I, I just wanted some pizza because I like <laughs> I wanted to pizza. do
2: Stephen King stuff.
0: I just wanted to eat pizza because it's one of my favorite things I eat it every day. um anyways we we got back we're in Atlanta for a couple of days, and Abby wanted to eat Popeye's uh chicken. And we ordered it, and we were sitting around, and uh, I got a text that said, hey, I'm in the lobby. <laughs> and
4: I was like, um,
0: <laughs> what? I was like, what? Our yeah. porch? We have a porch. Do you call that the lobby? Um, <laughs> long story short, our chicken was in Connecticut. So.
4: <laughs> well, did <laughs> they ever get it to you?
0: So, first of all, this, is, in not the mail? The, this is not the first time we've yeah, done Yeah, we're this. getting the pieces. Well, we did <laughs> that. We it did happened. that. We got back from New York. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember we did it. And um, the guy was super nice. I could tell he was not. Did local. you just tell
4: him to eat the chicken? Did you just I was you like, hey, it? you're
0: getting a free dinner. Is what I said. He was like, what? <laughs> um, but, you know, credit to DoorDash. I told them. I was like, hey, this was my fault. And they still gave me a full credit. So. Well, that's cool. So we reordered are we sponsor- it. What
4: are we sponsored by DoorDash now?
0: Oh, yeah. This must be ad free.
2: Oh, shit. Nah, dude. <laughs> Let me just do it. You want to do it like is it. Okay.
0: Uh by the way, everybody, tonight's episode of Yes I Have Some Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. When you need food on the go in Connecticut, DoorDash.
4: <laughs> Popeyes. 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 Popeyes.
0: Um, but anyways, let me introduce my uh my host, uh, Jacob Walsh. How are you, sir? I'm tired. What's going on? Why are you come on? We need to we need to change that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: we well, I'll shake it up, guys. Shape it up, you know I'll probably probably around like three AM I'll 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 do I'll take care of it and I'll go to sleep. No, you gotta watch Stranger Things at three AM when it comes out.
2: Holy <sighs> shit. No, I know. I, I probably
4: I probably won't see that until Saturday. Well, you got Joe Bob tomorrow. Joe finale. Bob tomorrow, yeah. season finale. Yeah. Yeah. So we got yeah, let's talk soon. about let's talk about Joe Bob.
2: Yeah, while well, we were exposed to Joe Bob by Jake. <laughs> Over this trip, it was kind of nice, actually. <laughs>
4: you make as it if you've like never disease. I tried uh, to get you guys to go see Joe Bob once, and you guys didn't want to go. So you know, it's well, tough once sometimes. or twice. But yeah. uh, we got to talk about. So
2: I just want to say that I enjoyed listening to his show, like the old show,
0: Jake. Yeah. for For our listeners who don't know who Joe Bob is, and maybe they don't, maybe they do. Could you, sure, you a lot of people give a brief. Know hit like who yeah who joe, is. joe bob is
4: like a he, he's he's uh you know a, a movie writer critic and he's a he's like a a tv host um you could call him a horror host kind of like elvira he'll, he'll host horror films and talk That's about them right right yeah. yeah and uh you know he he used to have a show in the early 90s on tnt if anybody remembers good old tnt they used to do this thing called monster vision on on uh fridays and still, they tnt would, still exists they does it um yeah, still okay like uh and you know people would or it would be you know sometimes it would be four movies and joe bob would host them they would cut into him he his character is kind of a a, a texan he wears like a bolo tie and like you know that that kind of outfit and uh he would, he would just drop knowledge on the commercial breaks. And um, he is now on Shudder. Shudder has uh, uh, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. Every Friday, they show two films back-to-back. They don't tell you what the movies are until you go to watch them. And the thing about it is, like, even if the movie sucks, which sometimes the movies do, sometimes they're really weird. Sometimes they're really gross. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they're movies I've just never heard of in my life. But But either way... You're listening. You're watching it for Joe Bob. He comes right, in and right. he talks, and yeah, mind. he gives so much commentary, and he, he gives you history on. He also does the thing where he just goes off on. You know, we were all listening to him talk about Jaws from the from the '90s on yeah. Monster Vision, and he just goes on tangents about other things that have nothing. You know, he just he he connects the dots into this into this, and then he and then he's talking about maybe that's why for that's. An why- hour. That's like what we do.
2: I know. I it was, is. It's it kind of what we
4: do. It's great.
2: Kind of what you when we were doing watch alongs um <laughs> and, and on the Discord, you would kind of do that sort of commentary of like bringing in um information and, and of, photos and stuff yeah. and um, I think that's cool. He, he's, he's
4: been just, around he's been around for a long time. He's really really knowledgeable and you know, he's he's great. He's just
0: And great. super nice guy. They say don't meet your heroes, but you met him and he's great. Yeah,
4: I met him a couple times, yeah.
0: yeah. And the reason we're bringing all this up is because last week... Now, we didn't see it live, but Jake, your your letters to the editor, your Dear Joe Bob uh, mail day, mailbag, whatever they call it, mailbox, <laughs> you wrote a letter. Your and they, Dear
2: Santa letter. Yeah,
0: they... Yes.
2: No, it, it was they a They read very your letter, good letter
0: and your question yeah.
4: on the air, and it was great that yeah. he answered
0: it, and I thought that was really cool.
4: Yeah, yeah you know, I... Oh, excuse me. He's always done that. Even back when, you know, he was on TNT. He he always had a he had a male girl and they would pull out a piece of mail and he would read it. And sometimes it would be silly. And sometimes they would ask questions about whatever. But it's a tradition. They still do it. And um, I'm actually on Joe Bob's Patreon. And Darcy, the male girl, made a call for questions for him to be answering specifically for Patreon. Right, right. So that was the question I wrote. I, I did that through email for the Patreon, not thinking or hoping or expecting it would get on the, the actual show. Right. I, I I told you guys this. I think I would have maybe written a different, maybe written my question a little differently if I knew it was going to be like read on air. Completely forgot about it. This was like six months ago. And then Saturday morning, um, I woke up to, I don't know, like 40 different messages and a bunch of tweets. And I was like, what is that? I'm like, why is, what why is am I it, viral? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> they were like, hey, Joe Bob read your letter last night. And at first I was like, what letter? I don't even know you're talking. It was like, oh, he read my Okie Finoki swamp letter on, on that. last yeah. drive-in. So, yeah,
2: it worked out. I, I imagine that that, last minute changes and like at making sure the content that they I got is it I can play important. it important yeah that'd be cool
4: can you share <laughs> I mean I can play the audio I, no, like let's I, have, hear the, it. I have the video on my phone what's we can here? just I can just play the whole thing. okay let me turn this is me exciting turn my phone yeah this is we'll, exciting. Do, we'll do and this I want to steal
0: this segment I want to be like all right it's time for the mailbag, Abigail what's the, Here's thing? the
2: mail it never fails it makes me want to <laughs> wag my tail when it comes I want to whale. Well. What's that? Blues clues.
4: Do you have a you have a song for everything? Yes. You could have just said you made that up. You should you should have just no, been like people yeah, that's would a totally song
2: call that, my shit out. I'm that's a song
4: comments. I but we wouldn't have known. You could have been like, this is a song I, yeah, I sing yeah, every time I go to the left, mailbox.
2: Everyone would have left comments. Abby's a fucking liar. She didn't make that <laughs> up. I watched Blues Clues my whole goddamn life. Steve's like my fucking father. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, I can play this. You guys want to hear it?
0: Let's yeah. do it. So this is uh Joe Bob <laughs> Briggs from uh shutter last Friday. The last the last drive in. Last,
4: last last Friday. Friday yeah. All right, here we go. Here
0: we go.
3: What's in the old mailbag? Let's
4: see. Tonight we have a question from Jacob Walsh of Valdosta, Georgia. Oops. Okay. Jacob. Hey
3: there, Joe Bob. Hope you're doing well. You and I once had a short conversation about the Okie swamp um in South Georgia. And on that topic, I wonder what you think of the films Alligator, 1980, and the Australian film Dark Age, 1987. And furthermore, what's your favorite film of the killer animal genre, I'm not counting Jaws because Jaws? <laughs> Jacob Walsh of Aldosta, Georgia. Okay, Jacob, first of all, I love the okie Swamp. They have a state park down there where you can rent cabins and boats and venture out among the gators and other creatures and i love that place but i also love the movie alligator um my buddy robert forster starred as the detective i'm not sure what dark age has to do with the okie because didn't they film that in australia but I, I would be happy to host either film but let's not forget french director jean Renoir, who went down there in the 40s and made the film swamp water a very authentic uh uh depiction of the Okefenokee and for that matter let's not forget the Ferland Husky film made in the 70s called Swamp Girl. Oh, and there was Ron Orman, the ultra low budget king. Ron Orman made the exotic ones in the Okefenokee in the 60s. Have you been to the Okefenokee Darcy? I don't think I've had the pleasure yet. Uh finest swamp in America. I kind of place.
0: <laughs> I love let's that. Let's get Darcy
2: yeah. to the swamp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I've never seen Swamp Water, nineteen forty one, but I would love to um, get this poster. The well poster
4: is very cool. Uh, the other movies that he um, uh, talked about there, especially Swamp Water, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that third one. But if you go to Okefenokee Swamp, in the visitor center, they have framed posters for all these movies that were filmed there, hanging. Uh, around the wall and then there's also a little boat tour you can take and when you take the boat tour there is a sign in a certain spot that says you know here's here's a list of films that have been filmed out here um i i, I do want to look all three of those up now I, i've always la- last time i was out there i took a picture of the sign because i was like i need to watch these movies and also there is um okie finoki had an alligator out there named oscar and uh he had been there since the park opened he was very very big he's kind of like in his own little area and he's in a lot of these movies and um there are a couple scenes in some of these movies they they talk sometimes you can get them to talk about this if you do the boat tour or whatever and uh one of these movies i don't know which one but there is a movie where like somebody wrestles a an alligator and it's oscar oscar's the alligator and i have photos of me with oscar he he was like he was the big alligator at Finoki for years and years. He is he has passed away, and his uh, skeleton is mounted in the visitor center in a in a thing. But I, uh, you know, I spent my childhood going to Okefenokee like every summer, and I have photos of me just hanging out with Oscar behind me. He's huge. That's awesome, Jake. Yeah.
2: I I kind of remember. I don't know that I distinctly remember Oscar specifically, but. You know how I was telling y'all um, that I used to go on those like science trips down to St. Simon's Island and yeah. like sane and stuff and see mm-hmm. horseshoe crabs. on the way there. We would always stop at the Okie swamp and we'd do the tour on the boats. And
4: I just always thought it was
2: amazing. I love yeah. that. There was like that type of plant that soaps
4: up when you yeah the soap. So they haven't changed there. I've literally like my my grandparents took me to Okie a lot. My my grandfather Took me to Okie Fanoki all the time. He's also the person who got me watching Joe Bob Briggs yeah. uh Monster Vision. So um but yeah, the 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 like spiel they give you on the boat tour, it is is not changed since I was a child. Like it's the it's the fucking they don't update that thing at all, but yeah, they always do the soap soap bush talk and it's cool out there.
2: Yeah. We yeah. should go. So- Maybe like when it's what, fall and it's a little bit not as
4: well, it you depends on if you. Well, it depends on if you want to see an alligator or not. If you go in the uh, fall, you, the, if you go in the fall, the only thing you're going to see are the alligators that are in. They have like a a pen where there are just alligators right. all the time. You but that's not wild. the exciting thing about Okefenokee Swamp that a lot of people I think don't know, um, and I've never been to another place like this. Is that Okefenokee has signs up and they don't have any fences or guard uh, rails or there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So like. There are signs everywhere that says like, "Hey, if you see an alligator, it's real. Don't sit on it." <laughs> it's not a planned event. Because, yeah, it's a real because wild Because they're habitat. just all over. You're like in the parking lot, and it's like, "Cool, there's an alligator right there." And when you're walking inside, they're all up on the bank. You know, they'll be sunning themselves on the, you know, in the swamp and everything. Mm-hmm. You'll be on the boat tour, and there's just out al- and like that only happens if you go when it's warm, warm and gross. So, but it's worth it because. Right. otherwise it's a little bored. like i i go all the time and i think the last two or three times i went i didn't see a single wild alligator there was just all just the ones in the thing so if you if you go in and you're paying 26 dollars to walk in and be like all right well there's nothing here <laughs> so
2: this is did, man, did they we're still have full any- of information it is what but- a great podcast am- yeah, I have a question for more information. Um, more did information. they have like an animatronic, almost like a Chuck E. Cheese like show at some? No, place?
4: um, I don't know if they had an animatronic, but they they, they do have a big um like a band. <laughs> I think you know they might have had a band at one. Yeah, I think they might have. It would a this would have been in like nineteen ninety three or
2: nineteen ninety four. I don't I think the
4: that's something. One. They do have like it's weird out there because they have a big like amphitheater. And it's really nice, and it's got water all around the side. But they don't do a whole lot with that amphitheater. I think they have events, you yeah, know, maybe a couple I times a exactly. year. And, I, and I've and i been out there where they do, you know, like any of these kind of parks, we'll do like a reptile show where somebody will just, for 20 minutes, will talk yep. about alligators and snakes. Mm-hmm, yep. Sometimes they do that in the amphitheater, and sometimes they do that. They also have another building that has, like, Almost like stadium seating in that's, the building, a, and there's a small stage in there, but nothing happens on it. It's like it's all so old. There's like five people working there at all times, and that's it. And it's like so.
2: I feel like there's a chance that that stage used to possibly house something that I'm thinking of, but I know the amphitheater that you're talking about. I think the, is, I th- I think, I think I the inside stage. Yeah, the amphitheater. I remember had. distinctly sitting in the front row and wanting to like interact so bad.
0: Is there a chance you're thinking about? the Six Flags dark ride that we've watched about <laughs> Tales of the okie Finoki.
4: Oh. Uh, wow. I didn't know Six Flags like, had an okie
0: Finoki ride. Well, it's it, it It's the, the predecessor, predecessor to Monster, Monster Mansion, Mansion, which had a different name, which was Monster Plantation, which, thank God, they changed it. But before, it was Tales of the okie Finoki, which I guess we can,
4: I don't know if...
2: Is, maybe this is the secret way I can get you and Jake to go to Six Flags with me. Never.
4: No, it looks like type in here we go.
0: Belly yes. It's a little stream. Why can we go
2: around?
4: Jesus. It's very scary. Type in what? Type in Okie Finoki Bear Review. Yeah, we all
2: just lost our soul.
4: Okie okay.
0: Finoki. I can't spell
2: it. Oki
4: That's finoke. not how you Jesus Christ.
0: Um, nah, click on that.
4: Lord, this Lord. yeah, click on that. Can you hear it? Yeah.
2: Do you know that Bear? Oh, is this what I'm thinking of?
4: This is what she was thinking of. Oh, it's, yeah. the, it's like an animatronic bear band yes, that used yes. to be at Oki Fanoki. Holy I shit.
2: I remember. Being hold on. Like-
4: hold on. We got to hear this. Hold on. A man is made out of mud. A bone man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bone. man that's. I've never hated something more than if, if you if you just go if you Google Oki Finoki Bear Review, you'll see photos of like how it was set up. Because this is behind the scenes here. Okay, That's not gotcha. where it was. That's yeah, that you're not like gonna see
2: weird. a pair of blinds behind this <laughs> it. It was a state, it was a theater production, so you had lights and it was dark behind, and it was like it was scary. I remember being like, This is I'm a little bit scared, but also Jesus. really intrigued because I love it.
0: I kind of like them in that back office. That looked like a scene from the office. Like he start that guy starts working there and he's always singing. Mm-hmm. Um man, Okie Finoki. We're really talking about swamps today. This is classic YHS. Swamp talk.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't take a swamp walk. Mm-hmm. Um well now I kind of want to go. I don't think I've ever wanted to go sit at, on the swamp before, you but know I kind of want to go.
2: They've got a really good gift shop, so you might like it.
0: You guys want to talk about Ghostbusters?
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, I can't hear Jake. What's Leave happening? the swamps. Oh. I was going to say, it popped up and said muted, and I was like, cool. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, what, what if that's what I thought he couldn't hear us? I'm like, hold on one second,
0: Jake. We're having technical difficulty. You're never hey, we got to get off this swamp talk. Uh-huh. It's taking too long. How
2: long have we been talking about swamps? <laughs> <laughs>
0: i just can't think of here jesus christ every time this guy gets on the podcast it's joe bob this alligator this i
4: can hear you
2: (laughs) hey just on the note of alligators i'm gonna need either you one of you guys to be an alligator for me at dragon con
0: oh yeah this was another discussion today i'm gonna do the mia goth
2: costume from x (laughs) yeah and i need an
4: alligator i was looking up (laughs) an alligator wait what is she what is she wearing? And she isn't she is she not skinny dipping? That not, scene? I mean
2: yeah, she is. So I'm not going to that. do that. That's not a costume. I'm going to wear the outfit that she wears through the majority of that part of the movie, where she's wearing denim overalls or dark denim, and then she wears cowboy boots and she an has axe. an axe. Yeah, and I think I can okay. do my hair like in that feathered. She's feathers. like the new Wendy Torrance, you know. I I think that movie is. I haven't not stopped thinking about it. We. Didn't bet,
0: re-watch, I've been wanting maybe. to rewatch it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. cool as fuck.
2: Yeah, it just I, I. I felt like it understood um, me. Jake,
0: I, I was finding it. the worst alligator. Is it an alligator or a crocodile in that scene? It's an alligator. Okay. The costume options for alligators, like one is like the Florida Gators, like mascot. Can
2: you just show it? Can you open it up or not?
0: Oh uh, well, so let's. We got to get on the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we have plenty of time to talk about. What's a ghost. Well, there's a Ghostbusters thing. There's a Ghostbusters thing. What we gotta talk about it um i don't know the new movie (laughs) the release date
2: oh i can't feign a surprise because i i'm no one's gonna be surprised surprised. we knew it was coming
4: but you know it's our what dude i just sorry to derail but i feel like this is no i feel like this is something we need to talk about i I, I try not not to i try not to look at my phone we're recording but i just saw that um uh we got tagged in something on Instagram, and uh-huh. I say we like uh, Toy Anxiety, uh-huh. and okay. and the the tag is from Noob Collector Two Fifteen, and he tagged us, and he said take notes. And what it is is that Hasbro Pulse fifty two minutes ago posted a a video about the Reva lightsaber. It's like they're they it, it's like they saw what what's happening over there with a uh,
0: with the his They're
4: they're like we better put up another video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy
4: shit. giving us a little more detail into what makes this premium double-bladed lightsaber so amazing. All the, com- all the comments are like, is this a joke?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's hey, like, uh, hey, if you uh, missed my show last night, or hey... If hey, you- Hasbro
4: Pulse, this is one of them, this one of them joke videos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
4: Should we watch it? Joke emails. Should yeah,
2: we- I'd like to. Sh-
4: I mean, fuck it. Well, we we'll got- get to-
2: we're we'll getting to this. It's game, six
4: right? minutes long. Oh,
2: you know, we'll probably just put the Ghostbusters. Oh, behind cool! So
0: for every, it's six minutes long. A minute for everybody, for each person who's backed the lightsaber.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: we haven't even talked about Obi Wan. We got to figure out when we're going to do the breakdown. Oh of that shit!
4: So. Let's uh, hey, here, Hold on, no, we're going to do it right. We're, we're going to do it right now. Ready? Okay, uh, yeah. Episodes one through four are trash. Episodes five and six were awesome. Okay. let's move on. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. The that's the that's review. The Who Jacob cares? Walsh
2: minute thirty seconds. I wasn't even. We a minute. should do
4: the Jacob Walsh minute
2: that was the Jacob Walsh he'll be like hey guys seconds. I'm Jacob That's Walsh.
0: All you need. I'm sick of long form conversations about shit that doesn't
4: deserve it here's my Obi-Wan review dude hey, everything you just Walsh. said that made me that the whole thing you just said made me say so we're gonna die at
2: some of... point so let's hurry up through the shit <laughs> <laughs> no
0: more two hour every podcast should be six minutes let me say what I need to say Obi-Wan's
4: over we'll, hey we'll drop our Obi-Wan episode when Hasbro releases all the toys
0: It's <laughs> spring 2025 um <laughs> speaking well we'll let we'll, we'll, we'll let's we'll get to ghostbusters in a second w- why don't we do this well i'm sh- we're gonna have plenty of HasLab to talk about this week on toy anxiety so we'll, we'll watch we'll watch the hasbro video on toy anxiety and have some fun commenting on it um um and uh yeah and 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 there it is
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we will do we'll do an obi-wan episode we will we will so. we'll have
0: we'll have troy yeah we'll get the crew jake stevens join us and mm-hmm. we'll um we'll break it down limb from god damn limb um okay just let's like anakin just like Aww. mannequin anakin Aww. He's great. I like Hayden Christensen. I'm so happy for him. He's back. He's ready to Me party. Mm-hmm. I want him to do more. And um let's just face it. Him screaming Obi-Wan was a lot better than no. No. Every time I watch Revenge of the Sith and they get to the part where Darth Vader yells no,
4: I think it, I'm like it's not going to be as bad as I remember, and it's somehow it's worse. He's like slow motion breaking off the thing. No. Where's Pardon me <laughs> <laughs> you just killed her. She left
0: your ass.
2: She's in a Renaissance painting right now, going through child labor.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so let's get to it. Let's talk ghostbusters, um, big week, exciting things happening. we're We're obviously, um, you know, it's crazy to think that afterlife, you know, that entire buildup with all the delays, all the excitement, all the anticipation, and then, just this incredible amount of of energy that it brought to the YHS community and and you know the Ghostbusters community and then New York Comic Con and the premiere and everything and all the interviews we did, it was incredible. And I was like, okay, we're gonna take a breath, we're gonna do a reset, we're gonna take two to three years to to get back into Ghostbusters mode. And and then Ivan Reitman passed away, and it really felt like, man, this is a, a downer, this is a damper, this is real. Whatever they Whatever momentum they had, they're going to stop. And uh, I just wasn't expecting. group
2: take the time they need. Yeah.
0: Of course, which they should. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, I wasn't expecting this turnaround. And then I think EctoFest really caught us all by surprise. Like, oh, they're having an event. <laughs> and they just announced all this stuff. And and I even, I got my, uh, I got my print in, my firehouse print, limited edition print, um, which uh, is the first official piece. This is a licensed print from, from the new movie uh it's not going to be called firehouse but um it'll kind of be fun remember when we had all those discussions what is afterlife going to be called i wonder what the new one's going to be called back to manhattan back to new york
2: i imagine that big apple snapple yeah it's probably something that's very premeditated and they know the importance of a title and uh, because think about how afterlife was so like on so many levels works like i think it should be called
0: ghostbusters for muncher takes manhattan Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, it's munching
0: time. <laughs> it's
4: munching time. I, I I think the same thing that I thought about afterlife is that it should just be called Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. I, I think don't After- like all these subtitles. I still don't. How
2: I think about it, we're back.
0: Here's yeah, here's the thing. Too easy. I think if the subtitle is directly, I think afterlife works on a lot of different levels for that movie. I don't know if Fallen Kingdom or Dominion does. I think those are just right like poorly like oh we need sure. something you know um, but anyways we'll, we'll get to it so uh, Sony comes out and announces officially I think it was on either I think it was Hollywood Reporter or deadline um, Ghostbusters the new the sequel to Afterlife
2: it would be cool if it was called the end of the world <laughs> Just
0: Ghostbusters, just Ghostbusters the, end the, world? the end
2: of the world yeah
0: I mean sure
2: I don't think it's going you don't to think that was be just that. something I thought sounded fun
0: um, December 20th 19 not 19 2000 <laughs> there's no more 19 isn't that sad we'll it's never have another 19. So it's long been had a 19 it's been 23 years um <laughs> afterlife sequel directed by jason right Re- i didn't even do my little pre- okay here um jason reitman 2023 december 20th uh there's other movies that are going to be coming out around that time uh the wonka remake comes out the week before with timothy chalamet um
2: interesting and uh
0: the same day um that afterlife 2 was coming out which is what they're referring to it as which is weird and funny um we've got the tiger's apprentice which is an animated movie and then the color purple musical um congratulations to mitchell for taking it from making to the big screen (laughs)
4: they should
0: cast mitchell brinkley in the the film version of the color purple i think he would i think he deserves that so um let's round table this i my biggest surprise was the the you know not surprised that there's a movie coming out uh but jake i was surprised at the aggressive release date here's a fun thing to think about the time between now and December 20th, 2023 is the same amount of time as the original afterlife release date and the eventual release date. So just the delay period. Yeah. It's a year and a half. It's not that
2: long. Yeah. So Um, let's
0: let's round table this. Let's, Let's get all your thoughts.
4: Okay. Uh, my thought is that there's zero chance this movie's coming out on that day. Oh, and, come and not, on. no, okay. it's, I, I don't think, I'm not saying Gotta that have because, faith, faith, faith. no, I, I, I know that the movie industry puts out dates and uh, they change it a lot. And I'm not right, saying it that change. it's, I'm not saying it's going to get delayed because it's Ghostbusters and they're not going to get their shit together. That's just, no, it's not filming. There's not. We don't even know if the script's done yet. They're not right. filming anything yet. That's a that's a short amount of time. I'm not saying that it can't be done, but it's a short amount of time. And a lot of times, when a release date gets announced before a movie even goes into you know production, really or filming, and that far out, it gets changed a lot. It's a very very common practice for movie dates to shift here and right, there. Right. Right. Um, I I like that they think that's gonna happen but i also feel like maybe they don't i feel like there's a little bit of politics to picking a movie date and sure. yeah. there's a little bit of not just not even just politics but i think there's a little bit of like all right well we have to announce a date so we can kind of put some of our other things in a place right. so they might they might announce release dates for movies that they know is going to change. Right. It just seems very, very yeah. Like we're lightly to, penciling
2: this in because it's we want we want yeah, to get the impact of exactly. saying it, put it out I there. Think,
4: yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, I don't think it's going to change by any fault of you know the movie making process or Jason no. or Ghostbusters or Sony. I just think it's going to change because that's that's what happens. So, so
0: I think it's a very strategic date. If you look at that date. Um, December twentieth. I think this is a big. There's a couple reasons why I think this is what they picked. Mm-hmm. Let me. Should I go?
2: Well, yeah. Should I, I just go think the sh- whole in, it's very well, interesting how it is. Yeah. Go to ahead. Can I go through
0: my spiel here? Yeah, do it. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. First of all, um, getting away from the summer release uh, is big, right? Ghostbusters Afterlife was originally going to come out summer of 2020 of 2020 and then there was obviously all the delays and everything it ended up having a fall release you're not competing with all the big um summer blockbusters which in the summer every week there's a big movie coming out and the way that movie goes you know it's rare for movies to have legs these days they have one or two weeks and then they're then they go away that's why things like top gun and spider-man no way home are, are kind of like those are the exceptions to the rule. But for the most part...
2: The news cycle and the social media cycle, yeah, like you get it, cycled out.
0: So so for a holiday film, family-friendly holiday film, th- this is a good release date. Um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron was originally slated for the same week. That is not happening. I did some digging. This kind of went under the radar. That movie has been pushed to 2027. That movie
4: is not happening. That not That's, Was that
2: the Patty Jenkins? That's the yeah. Patty Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's been quiet.
4: So even even though I don't, even though like um, I I see it being moved, either you know back or whatever. But I would hope it would be a. I, I think it would be cool to have a December like christmas time movies that's a big deal like movies you always see like big movies come out steven spielberg likes to put movies out in december it's like people thanksgiving yeah thanksgiving christmas is like that's when people go see movies so yep and i think
0: another big part of the strategy here is that the um the that is the christmas vacation week so they Christmas can vacation. not that Christmas Sorry, vacation. Sorry,
2: I know. I'm just doing the songs. Now. The
0: real Christmas vacation. <laughs> um, actually, let's face it. The,
2: There's only one Christmas vacation.
0: That's the real Christmas vacation. Jeffrey. No, but what it is? That's the week where it's like a holiday week. So they release the movies midweek instead yeah. of on Friday. So you get that. That five day box office where this is the big movie, all the families are going out to the theater. Right. Um, I think Sony, pro- if I had to guess, I and this is not you know, even an educated guess, this is just, well, it's an educated guess, but there's no inside information. I think Sony was like, hey, we want to do this. The first one was successful. I did, I did some more research. I went to the numbers.com. Ghostbusters Afterlife is the number two selling DVD and Blu ray of this year behind Spider Man. It's got it's got the fan base. There's a lot of people seeing it who didn't see it in theaters. You gotta remember Afterlife came out at the it was kind of the first movie where we we're like, we're just people are like, we're going, we're going back. We can't deal with COVID anymore. It's happening. We're going. <laughs> um, and I think there's a lot of I think Sony was like, This is a there's no Marvel movie to compete with, there's no Star Wars movie to compete with. And January and February are, tr- you know, traditionally not big uh not big
2: that's like the quiet time to drop a bad time. movie or your so horror think of movie. it this way
0: afterlife 2 that's the spider-man no way home slot from last year right and it just kept going and going and going so i think sony really wants that to be the date now here's the thing here's the question right now we're a year and a half away if you look at the cadence of the first movie they started filming in july of 2019 for a july 2020 release it was only a year mm-hmm. so for this movie to to hold this date they gotta start they gotta be filming but not even into summer by fall fall and winter they have to be so in two months which i well three three like i think october extra, november
2: i think that that would lend to this being a holiday story too, i would love it if you're filming over that time well, the second
0: year. ghostbusters movie is, is around, I, yeah. They're just going to do it. It's going
2: to be a New Year's Eve I'm aware. Um, You're aware. aware And I think that really, that just works out for me. I think that's cool.
0: I think it's great. Um, I would love a holiday. The the holidays are great settings for movies anyways. Um, So I'm nothing but excited. Um, But that's the only news. And it it hit big. It hit hard. Um, Sony said, I think Deadline had the press release. Everybody shared it. And that's where we are. So, Jake. Ecto let's say the date holds. Let's say December 2023. That's the date. What does Ectofest for Ghostbusters Day look
4: like next year? Well, it would still be, I mean, what, June 8th? It'd be halfway. Like
0: it, yeah, it'll yeah, it'll be like the ha- it'll be six months out.
4: <clears throat> is that a little early for a trailer? Maybe a teaser? We'd get maybe a teaser or something. I don't I don't know if we'd get a full trailer six months away from a the movie maybe i mean these days that's about you're not gonna maybe
0: a teaser, like I, a feel minute, like, minute yeah, teaser. I feel
4: like yeah i feel like three months you're getting like a full trailer The full trailer right um, that
0: used to be different it used to be a year out you get the first yeah right maybe thing. maybe
4: we maybe we would get a teaser maybe we would get uh some well i want to uh part of me would be like well maybe we would get some like casting character you know, designs cat, but that's gonna happen as early, soon as right. they start filming you're gonna like that shit is hard to hide you're
2: right you can't get as that soon as they
4: that. start filming we know who's in the movie you know what i mean if, so if
0: you so i'm just going by the 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 cadence of last time afterlife was announced in january it had pre-production from january to july and they like but in that in that four or five month period that's where it's like finn wolfhard is going to be in it paul rudd was ca- all that stuff so like right we
4: should, we should be getting like but we already know most the pr- of the cast. like there might there'll be some new cast members sure but like we know right. mo- mostly who's in this movie we know the primary cast and um, like
2: yeah. i was just gonna show throw this in i think my prediction would be that seeing as there wasn't that many cast members present or really any except well Logan Kim was there. Maybe <laughs> at this coming EctoFest, we'll see a little bit more of the cast. Actually, like, I think interacting—that sure. was, just, yeah, I think, yeah. a logical guess on my. Yeah,
0: part. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I would. I think EctoFest will be. I don't think it's going to be like FanFest level, although, with what FanFest is going Fan to be,
2: dude. State. Yeah, Ray Judo Parker even, will be there. That which <laughs> must not be named.
0: I think we'll have a little bit of a bigger event on the lot, um, and. Uh, yeah it'll be it's going to be awesome it's going to be fun getting back into that mode of the build up um look it's never going to be like it was for like afterlife was a unique experience it was the the, it's what we wanted our whole lives you know waiting like i think this is going to be a little bit different like I'm, i'm intrigued to see i'm really excited to see what jason and gil come up with without having kind of like the, the the weight of the original movie yeah. and the original story, you know? I, I want to see...
4: Sure, it's like they, they did everything they needed to do in Afterlife, and now they can kind of... Uh, I don't want to say let it be its own thing, because I still want it to be just as Ghostbusters feeling as Afterlife, but it can be you know, they don't have to focus on Gozer or what happened to Egon. They can kind of, they don't have to have any of the, if they didn't want to, they didn't, they, they right you know, I know Winston's going to be in it, but like right. you got that pressure is gone of being like, all right, well, where do we put Bill Murray? It's just like, it can just right. be, a, it can just be a Ghostbusters movie.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Bill will be in it. I really don't. I think Dan will probably be in it in some capacity. Yeah. We'll I don't know. think he has to be, but like
2: feels natural if, for-
0: if, if raise a cults there, you know, and, and and we know that video games coming out. We know Dan and early, early, Dan and early, early Hudson. Um, <laughs> we know they're doing voices and stuff. So like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, I think this is going to be, I think people need to realize this is going to be the continuing story of the cast that was, you know, in afterlife. And I think it's going to be great. Right. And I think that, uh, let me ask you guys this, because it is Jason Reitman. There's always going to be an emotional aspect to his movies. Do you think he's going to let loose and kind of go harder on the comedy this time
4: around? Or, Jake, what what do you want? I don't think that that is Jason's style, to go hard. I know he does funny stuff, but I don't think, like, turning up the comedy is something... I think Ghostbusters Afterlife is funny where it needs to be, when it needs to be, and that's saying, like you're getting into like dangerous territory being like, well, we're just going to make it a comedy, make it funny. Like that's right. They, somebody tried that once and we know <laughs> what happens. That's not the important aspect of what the movie is. Like, right. sure. It should be funny, but Can yes, me- Abby.
2: Thank you. Thank you. That's what I do. Um, <clears throat> I think comedic moments are best served when they're earned by like a little bit of difficulty or something kind of hard. That's cause that's real life. Like having, Having showing like showing um, the Spangler family in the movie dealing with uh, getting evicted, etc. Like that leads to really funny, natural jokes, because that's how we cope with stuff. In my opinion, I think Jason Reitman has that has a handle on that. And if it if the movie g- gets wacky and funnier in places, it's, it's going to be because it's more emotional in places too. And you need to lighten that.
0: Think about the first Ghostbusters. It's not like Bill Murray came on the set doing cartwheels and juggling and telling yuck yuck jokes, right. which yeah. I would have liked. Um, it's it's the subtle humor <laughs> that in <and, and coughs> Paul Rudd is always funny. Yeah, no matter what. It's not Paul Rudd's not telling jokes. He's got maybe one or two like punchline jokes in Afterlife, but. He's just his presence is funny. And to that fact, McKenna Grace's delivery is funny. Logan, Kim Logan is Kim's. Logan funny.
2: yeah, like when they're like, all great. When Paul Rudd's like, oh, it's just your mom, huh? Cool. Right. And cool. Logan is like, cool.
0: Cool. Right.
2: That's the kind of humor the The,
0: I'm the one about. I always repeat is the um there's two uh podcast lines I always repeat. And it and it's been kind of interesting to see what like, you know, we've been quoting Ghostbusters our whole life, but to see like which pieces of dialogue end up coming like into your vernacular and into your like everyday like references. And I've noticed it recently that I'll, I'll use these couple a lot. Obviously yes. Have some was one I used to use all the time. Not anymore. I've abandoned it because of the whole podcast. Um, but if you look at my, like my badge at work, we we're told to put a quote on our badge from 2013. It says yes. Have some on the bottom, uh-huh. which now it looks like I'm just like promoting. Because, like, <laughs> it's fucking annoying. But, um, I, I, with podcasts, I always do the, um, when he says, I'm ashamed. It's like, I'm surprised you don't know about this. I'm ashamed. Yeah. I love that. And, yeah. uh, the one I always do is you'll
2: you believe ghosts. You'll believe in spirits. spirits.
4: I just always say that.
2: You'll believe spirits. Well,
4: I like the way he under his breath says, give me the gun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is I just do
4: this.
0: Yeah.
2: I do this.
4: So he yeah. this. We love
0: Logan. <laughs> He's got some of the best lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then the, my favorite Paul Rudd moment is the when he's talking about what's the kid's name? When. when
2: oh, the one who walks right past him? Yeah. He's yeah. just like, ah. Uh,
0: this kid's like, uh, I can't think of his <laughs> name Brandon or whatever. Um,
2: that's. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I'm but
0: anyway, so I'm excited. Uh, I have high hopes. Uh, let's do a final roundtable on this. Abby, yeah. New Ghostbusters. Are you ready?
2: Yeah. I'm Will it live up to ready.
0: Ghostbusters too.
2: Will it live up to Ghostbusters Two? I think I think it might celebrate and like um, it kind of enrich Ghostbusters Two in a way, maybe. Um, I don't. I don't. I think it's just it actually may not have anything to do with Ghostbusters Two in my opinion. I hope not. Um, I but don't... I do think New York setting. Yes, we're getting that firehouse. Yes, we're going to get the holiday times. Yes, family stuff. Maybe different families other than just Phoebe and her relationship with her mom and their relationship with uh with Egon. Um, I'm excited. Just wondering cuz going to New York and taking some of the the cast members or the characters from Afterlife and seeing them in that situation um and seeing what could happen what could be new but happening in familiar settings I love that See cuz I
0: think the Ghostbusters are back. I think there's going to be a new team the the they're operating as Ghostbusters and Logan Kim and McKenna Grace are going to show up like bring your kids to work day and shit. And they're going to be, be, McKenna Grace is going to be a better Ghostbuster than, like, Kyle Mooney, or whoever's... Uh, uh, yeah,
2: I could see McKenna Grace becoming, like, the the designated, like, the leader of everyone kind of wait, thing. It'd be funny. I
0: want Kyle Mooney to be a Ghostbuster <laughs> so bad. Put
2: that out there in the universe. I do too. Make
0: that happen. Or I think Danny McBride. I still love Danny McBride. I think he would be fantastic. Um, or Jordan Peele. Okay. <laughs> Putting it out there. Okay, Jay,
2: Danny McBride, and, uh, Edie Patterson.
0: Hey, you know what's together. annoying? With just the cast of Gemstones, you know what's yeah. annoying? I see Ghostbusters fans like, the sequel better have Vigo and Ecto 1A and the Scalari Brothers. It's like, hey, shut hey, up. Hey,
2: put your Ghostbusters Ugh. 2 bingo card down. <laughs> yeah, like, You're not
0: going to get it. Uh, Jake, is Slimer going to be in it?
4: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I one of my one of my favorite things about Afterlife is that Slimer is not in it, and and that sounds like something somebody who doesn't like Slimer would say. Right. I love Slimer, but I when we, whenever we we had an episode early on, and I was like, "Hey, it would be a bold move if Slimer's not in this movie, and I don't think he needs to be in this movie." Right. And and it, and that exact thing happened. He wasn't mm. in it. He didn't need to be in it. It wouldn't have made sense. But I think now that we're back in New York, um, I think they're a hundred percent. He's back in it. You've heard Jason Reitman be like, "Well, Slimer lives in New York." You know, we're back right. in New York, and everybody, right. so many, so many dumb people complained about not having Slimer in it, which makes me want him not in it even more. What but I,
2: th- <laughs> I think since
4: we're going, no, not that Got one. Eyebrows? I think I think since we're going back to New York, I, I, I think there's a good chance Slimer's gonna show up.
0: Listen, I don't think Rick Moranis is going to come back for Ghostbusters. I think if he was going to, he would No, have he's already. done. He's done. But yeah. I would love... I mean, I have, people have joked about this before, but just like a quick scene where Louis Tully's in his apartment and he's just sitting there watching TV with Slimer. Like, that yeah. would be fun. And, it, and that... I love Slimer, but he doesn't need to be the movie mascot. It doesn't no. need to replicate the real Ghostbusters. Like, it just doesn't.
2: Nope. Mm-hmm. Now, if
0: Muncher shows up and him and Slimer have a fight... Like they fight each other? Maybe I could get into
2: that. Or they form a bond? I'd be into that also. But give me more Annie <laughs> pots. I don't want
4: to see any ghosts bonding with each other. Ghosts bonding.
2: Oh, come on, no, muncher he's like just wants a friend. You can tell. You
0: got a friend in Muncher. Um, <laughs> Jason Reitman when they, he when they announced the firehouse thing, he tagged. Annie Potts and Ernie Hudson, and I definitely think yeah, she's, there is. she's yeah. back. She's yeah, back. Sure. I love that. Sure. I'm so
2: fucking, fucking pumped. pumped about it.
0: <laughs> Just thinking about that. Girl. And it. last yeah. thing, we'll, we'll move on. Um, Obviously, <laughs> the emotional aspects of the passing of Harold Ramis were, you know, I always think back to FanFest when Dan says, well, we have a nice little tribute for Harold coming up in the movie. And it's like, okay. The first time he ever, like, Undersold something. Yeah, I'm surprised at Fanfest Dan was like, "Boy,
4: you're gonna love it when Egon shows
0: up at the end and he helps him out with the proton packs." Well,
4: the only reason he said that at Fanfest is because they probably didn't tell they he probably hadn't. They're mm-hmm. like, "Don't let give him a fake, give Dan a fake script. Don't mm-hmm. let him know what we're planning, or he's gonna tell everybody."
2: They got a Dan team. That yeah, is in charge the Dan of
0: that. team. The we Dan. should be
4: the Dan the Ackroyd
2: unit.
0: We should be.
4: They should let us monitor Dan Acroyd. If he
2: would have us, we would do it.
4: <laughs> I would just no, because all just, day keep walking around with a chair and be like, well, sometimes he wants the chair, and sometimes he wants us to you, remove. Do the chair. You want me to
2: remove the chair?
0: I would. Um, I would egg him on like Dan. I. I can't believe they're not making your Ghostbusters high school script. I, just, <laughs> I, I really thought it sounded pretty good. I'd like uh, to see a different actor playing Peter. Let's Vigman. do
2: it as a radio drama.
0: <laughs> I think what people want is other actors playing these characters.
4: Hey, one thing that I think I, I don't want is I don't think it needs to be a story where the whole world is in jeopardy. Right. Just because that's kind of been every Ghostbuster. Right. Well, like all three films are like, the villains are like here to take over the world. And I, and I think that that's just a three times is a lot. Maybe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe have, a, you know, just some other, I'm not saying that the, the ghost villain or menace or whatever can't be, you know, a big bad and strong and whatever, but I don't think it needs to be a thing where it's like, well, if the ghostbusters lose the entire world, the whole world's is taken over by Ghost. You
2: know, what do you want to say?
0: <laughs> I here here's something I do want in this movie. I don't think it needs it, but every other movie he's gotten this, and because they built this incredible digital version of Harold Ramis, I want a flashback scene where we see the Ghostbusters in you know. Oh, you
4: want day. like a de-aged Ghostbusters? I want, scene? Like one scene, one oh, scene that shit. shows something. Yeah, I that, would. That I would I be want, sweet. I kind of want the movie to open up with a. I know they're going to. Whoa! Expand. What if it? Hold on. Sorry. Like it. Hold the it, movie. Okay. The movie opens with nineteen let's like 1987 ghostbusters busting yeah. a ghost or something. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that, maybe that leads into whatever that bust was kind of leads into the story of whatever's happening now. Mm-hmm. God, Listen, that would be here's, awesome. We're gonna, we, you know oh, yeah. we pinpointed a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I could see just that very thing. I can yeah. see
2: the, <clears throat> when it comes to the stakes being, is it the whole world or is it just like a, a country or group of people? I think, I know you're, I know this was not your favorite movie, Jake. But um, the Stars su- Born. No, the the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's movie. To, oh, I know. Well, you did. Did you watch it?
4: Yeah, you, I watched. You did. It. Okay.
2: Well, you know how the the most of the plot with the giant kaiju starfish took place. Sorry, spoilers. In another country, it's a it's not yeah. a real country, but it's like another part of the world that's kind of exciting to see. Um, I, I feel like James. Or excuse me. Yeah, ja- Jason Reitman could do that with like going somewhere very cool on location.
0: All right, here it is. Ready? making it
2: less of like a, oh, then it's just a mirror I got it. I just okay. figured
0: this out. I fucking figured it out. Opening of the movie is a flashback, just exactly what Jake said. It's a, a, a bust we didn't know about. With when, the Ecto 1A. And that shuts Ecto-1A. everybody
4: up. Yeah, it's with like a. It takes two. place
0: two weeks after Ghostbusters 2. Uh, <laughs> and whatever whatever happens in this sequence is a, a through line to the plot of the new movie. Yes. New movie starts. Boom. Ghostbusters is back in business. New team. A couple funny people. Everyone's doing their thing. Trevor and Phoebe come to New York. They're and le- somehow they go to Europe. I think you get them on a different You're continent. A you get the kids on a different continent. And then Winston has to show up. But
4: that way you, you have a you have Sounds. a team. This sounds too much like Spider-Man: Far From Home, and I don't uh, it like. It does,
2: this. but I like. <clears throat> I love mentor. Jake Benson, Gyllenhaal like, shows up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Winston is taking the kids on a trip to Europe. None of that makes sense. Um, I agree that getting them in a loop because, like,
2: it's the junior cadet trip. Ju-
0: <laughs> I la- I want Phoebe to talk shit to to. I want the whoever's cast is like the new Ghostbusters. If there's an active team, I want them to kind of suck, and I want Phoebe to be like talking shit to them and like correcting them <laughs> i would love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. but anyways i'm excited what well, we're gonna have a lot of speculation over the next year and a half two years whatever it is so um and obviously we we want you guys to be here for the journey so subscribe to why podcast on instagram and twitter and um yeah, yeah. tell your friends
2: join Listen. our facebook group
0: I love the Ghostbusters in inter- <laughs> I can talk. The can I what? I
2: need a minute.
0: The what?
2: Are you? All- I need a
0: minute. <laughs>
2: I can step in and plug.
0: I've been talking a lot, haven't I?
2: You, you were, you talk for a living. What's at your, your job before you come here?
0: Okay, it's okay. I love chris stewart and troy benjamin at the ghostbusters interdimensional cross rip but that podcast is on indefinite hiatus so you might need to fill your podcasting ghostbusters void and i would suggest give us a try if you haven't listened before and if you like it tell a friend that's all i was gonna say that's great all right well said craig thank you anything else on this topic before we move on No. no no i'm just
2: happy i'm excited
0: all right so um what else should we talk about before we get the heck out of here
1: are you gaga over godzilla cuckoo for kong maybe you're a mothra maniac if so then there's a podcast just for you from the creators of yes have some and toy anxiety comes a show that's been described as being as fun as a trip to world children's land and as informative as a dr yamani lecture it's yhs on monster island join the intrepid duo of daikaiju devotees the tattooed titan of tokusatsu Jacob Walsh and acclaimed science fiction author Jay Key as they discuss all facets of the kaiju landscape. From films to fandom, television to toys, it will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you love this rubber suited theater of the absurd that is the giant monster genre. So fire up that maser Cannon, fill up the Moonlight SY3 and mind the spine gap, then head on over to YHS on Monster Island. Video feed available on YouTube on the Yes Have Some channel and available on all major podcast services.
0: I kinda wanted to talk about Ezra Miller, but now I don't. Still, I have too much positivity. Let's have a positive yeah,
2: things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well We'll be covering Ezra Miller when well, there's a, time to put well, that fucking movie out.
4: There's a positive spin, I think, on the whole Ezra Miller thing. And I think the positive the positive thinking that I get out of it, is that it's a possibility we don't have to watch this fucking Flash movie. Yeah.
2: that uh, right. The silver lining is, yeah, that's going to be taken out to the back of the barn and put... Yeah. You know what? Rest. Fuck
0: it. Let's talk about it. Jacob Walsh. Give me... Yes. You, you have been kind of against this Flash movie from the, from the beginning, right?
4: Yeah, well, it's not... It's just because the the DC movie... I mean, we've, we've talked about this for hours and hours on the show, is that The DC universe, whatever is happening, it's just—it's all been bad, you know. uh, The current universe that's happening with the Flash, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman—it's all bad. It's just all really, really bad. We we have multiple episodes dedicated to that very thing. If anybody's new listening, go find our our episodes where we talk about Justice League or any. It's just all—it's all bad. It's all trash. None of it is good. I think nothing in that universe is worth saving or holding on to and the fact that they're still trying to hold on to this flash movie while Ezra Miller is being a fucking like going on a rampage like literally like going on a fucking rampage uh and getting arrested every week is insane to me and I know Craig that you are holding on to hope because you want to see Michael Keaton as Batman and you know what I love Michael Keaton as Batman too but the fact that they've pulled Michael Keaton back into Batman after 20-whatever, 20 25 years 30, years. 30 years. 30 years. Put him in a fucking Flash movie, there's zero chance it's going to be any good. Zero chance. There's no way it can be good, and I don't think you want to see Michael Keaton this way. I would rather not get any new Michael Keaton Batman than see it be inside of a shitty fucking justice league you know current dc universe film
2: to that point but it's almost get it out like, of here it's like seeing dan Aykroyd as a taxi driver like you don't want to see that
0: <laughs> abby yeah real thought ezra uh, miller have you been following the
2: saga completely, uh off put by that human being on he's a lunatic yeah absolutely like a predator or, um
4: yeah we got they, you. they yeah, sorry
2: no you're fine they're you're fine. awful is what I'm saying. And um, that, yeah, just if I don't need to go into like anything personal, but I will just say that they don't seem to be any fit to be working well, for those other people right now. Ezra
0: Miller has been on a self destructive and abusive streak for basically two years, right? This started two years ago. More and more stories are coming out. And it's, you know, it's all really bad. And, and more than anything, whether or not the movie is going to be good. Oh, I do have thoughts. You have more thoughts?
2: Yeah, it just kind of came to me. Uh, using a position of power like that, like similar to Jared Leto or like any other cult leader, <clears throat> where you're luring young people into your fold and you're grooming them. Jared Leto doesn't have a cult. He has a fan club. Uh, <laughs> fine, let me have my conspiracy theories, but I think it's a cult because I've read that there's people who have spoken up about it. Um, right. Yeah, I just, I that is so off-putting to me as a former member of the uh, Evangelical Church. Just anybody that takes advantage of young individuals in that way is reprehensible and should be the whole movie should be scrapped. All right. I think it's a good way to avoid seeing the movie.
0: Here's the thing, regardless of, um, thinking realistically, whether or not the movie is going to be good. Andy Muschietti. I'm sure, I'm sure I had a feeling the movie, I, I had pretty good feelings about it. Like I did not hate, like, I think this is not about his, their character at all. I find Ezra Miller to be the least, offensive thing about Zack Snyder's Justice League
4: movie. I, like, I can agree with that. I think The Flash is the the one part of those movies that's the most watchable. Right. That isn't saying much. and <laughs> And the fact that the real-life person is utterly insane negates that
0: right well it came out last week that warner this is before even further allegations and, and all that stuff's coming out uh warner brothers is trying to figure out what to do the movie's not yeah. supposed to come out till next year yeah. they're basically they've already said ezra miller is done going yeah. forward there will be no more warner brothers dc flash movies or flash characters with right uh ezra miller mm-hmm. he is the star they are the star of this movie and they are uh Playing multiple versions of the Flash, and I don't think reach sh- the movie's two hundred million
4: dollar movie. fake it. Who cares? Deepf- Somebody could. on YouTube could fuck it. deep deep fake hire deep fake Tom Cruise to be just deep fake Tom Cruise onto <laughs> I would rather watch <laughs> that. Like deep fake yeah. it and just re just redub it. Who cares? That they could do that in a weekend.
2: I think that's the right thing. I don't know that it would happen, but that's how I would feel okay watching it that It'd way.
4: It'd be here's weird, thing, but I would watch it. That would make me want to watch it. I'd be like, get him out of it and I'll go see it. One thing is,
0: here's the problem. If they put it in theaters, they can't do press. They can't send Michael Keaton I, to to Jimmy Kimmel and, and Stephen right. Colbert and or any press because every question is going to be about Ezra yeah.
4: no? like, and I And I don't, I don't I mean I'm sure I can't speak for everybody in the world but I I would not I there's no way I would ever feel okay paying money to see this movie. If it's on streaming I'll put it on maybe but it's all like right. I can't who who would feel good giving money to a movie that stars this Someone fucking who was
2: doing all these things crazy
4: like even not, if they
0: came out and they were like oh pro-. here's the problem Warner Brothers is they've not regardless of what you think of the entire justice league uh you know the whole Zack snyder thing like there's some pretty reprehensible stuff like the jeff johns stuff and all or was it jeff johns or whoever the executives were at Warner? i don't want to speak out of turn but um all the stuff that happened with ray fisher like yeah
4: they're, they're just there just seems to
0: be bad stuff going on they don't need the bad press but what do you do as a movie studio who has a 200 million dollar movie in the can I think HBO Max is the only option. Cuz at least they can because I, Michael with, Keaton factors into he's filming other stuff. They need that first part of the story. But here,
4: well here, but here's a question. I know if they I know if it were scrapped, it's a lot of money. I know that. Like an astronomical amount of money that they just lose. But also um th- it's Warner Brothers. They're right. Warner like Yeah. I don't think scrapping one movie is that like it might be a it might sound insane and like a lot of money to to us little people. But they're making movies Funny, left and right. Like they have plenty of yeah. money. They're playing. It's not going to hurt them to lose the money. I think what they could do, scrap it, lose the money and then sue Ezra Miller because it's yes. his it- fault that they're losing the money. And yeah, I know he doesn't have it either. But that's what you do. It's his fault. Fucking sue him.
2: Make an example of it.
4: They're gonna like they I think the right thing for them to do would be to take a loss on the film. Yes, that's because the only
1: because putting way it out good. in
4: any way makes you seem like you're fucking money hungry. Like at this point I think they have a moral obligation insane. at this point yeah, to ice it. Yeah, exactly,
2: movie. to ice it. And and if for some reason they ever release in some form after in years in the future or something, <laughs> needs to have a huge disclaimer and there probably needs to be total transparency about the production behind these DC movies that that have been riddled with
4: ice it and then I sit, I sit and then just make a standalone Michael Keaton Batman. Like if that's what they want, if that's what everybody's holding on to, just fucking ice it, take a loss,
2: sell pieces of it to like let
4: somebody else make a, a completely new film.
2: Yeah. It's just go it, the whole yeah. Too much of, of that person is just touched by that movie, and it's too much. I, I think it's I couldn't I couldn't handle watching it.
0: Here's the problem, though. The movie's going to get released, so stripping away all of our opinions, let's give our professional, educated guesses on what Warner Brothers is actually
4: going to do. It's gonna go, it's gonna go to HBO, one hundred percent. It's gonna go to Barnes. and
2: it's gonna have a, a preamble, a disclaimer. It's gonna have like they're gonna probably open up the dialogue. Or something. It's gonna,
0: it's gonna wait, hold on, right? It's gonna open up with Michael Keaton. He's gonna right, go.
2: Did Michael Keaton's <laughs> the only one that could talk us through this moment. <laughs>
0: he's just gonna walk (laughs) he walks off for our audio listeners i was
2: if he did that and then was like we're making a new movie that would be an awesome way to kind of no he just ends it with i'm
4: batman yeah Batman. (laughs) he does this thing that he always does yeah yeah yeah. he's like uh you know how
0: uh well hold on on. (laughs) (laughs) i love doing that i've never tried like a a a voiceless michael
4: why your voiceless michael keaton impression is better than your v- voice michael keaton impression so i disagree
0: uh yeah i don't know i, I think it's a tough situation I, I feel you know what like any of these situations it goes without saying you feel awful for the people who are being abused and victimized mm-hmm. uh you wonder you know what? What leads a person to have this level of, of you know, is are, are people going to start coming out and be like, "Oh, Ezra Miller's been like this for a long time." And Who else no enabled the, that behavior or, or funded did, that behavior? Did something just, you know, completely snap, and you got to think there's probably substance issues, and, and yeah, it's just bad all around. Yes, so,
2: of course, yeah. getting help is very important.
4: Cool, oh. glad we ended our uh, uplifting yeah, Ghostbusters like talk on special episode, Ezra Miller.
2: Let's talk about something else.
4: Let's just end it. it. (laughs) It's time
2: for the podcast to end.
0: Time for the podcast to end. Um, All right. We did it. This was fun.
2: (laughs) We're going to Comic-Con. We're going to Comic-Con. There you go.
4: We got the Clerks 3 trailer next week. Yeah. yeah i didn't we just say let's end with something positive oh hey
2: come on don't
4: give me <laughs> that no no don't give me that bullshit we loved kevin smith 20 years ago when he was making I still good do. movies he doesn't make his movies all suck now that's like your opinion man yeah <laughs> what I mean, I, I was on the phone with you earlier, Craig, and I think I think no, I, I the, la- I think the last him. time Kevin Smith made a movie that I thought was halfway enjoyable was Clerks two, and that was a very long time ago 20,
0: 2006. Um, listen, do
4: I think it has the potential? Yes, and here's why I want to. I do want to see it. I'm going to watch Clerks three, but I because it's Dante, Dante and Dante
0: Randall, and yeah. those guys have good chemistry and. I know it's going to be semi autobiographical. It's going to be someone that has a heart attack and all that stuff. I know that. I think it has the potential. Jane Silent Bob, that reboot movie was was not very good.
4: It was um, one of the worst things I've ever seen.
0: It, it was pretty bad, and yeah, that's okay.
2: I had higher hopes. It you
0: time. know it had a couple mo some fun. We'll put it the new Beavis and Butthead was much better. <laughs> yeah, Beavis yeah. and Butthead was funny. New Beavis and Butthead was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. But it's still Clerks three, and it is the holiest of trilogies. No, and, don't, uh, don't say that. Clerk Clerks the original. the The first four Kevin Smith movies are I always gonna sure. have a really special place in my heart. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, w- what happens, uh, you know, from here? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But it's Kevin Smith. We'll He's been happens. in our lives a long if time. Paul
2: McCartney puts out a new song. I'll listen. <laughs> give it a shot and then go huh?
4: and then go who oh, is that Bluebird, huh? i don't even know
2: who that is paul mccarthy paul oh, 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 car- i know you're joking
4: is that a the lead singer of acdc yep he's got that a new is. song out they're not doing well um
0: mm-hmm. yeah so but anyways back to comic con it's going to be a lot of big announcements obviously marvel's <laughs> going to have a panel there's going to be all sorts of stuff i've never been there we've never been to comic con i'm already exhausted just thinking about it but i can't gotta wait got to go get some shoes Got to get some new comfy shoes.
2: Yeah, that's my number one. And
0: I want swag. I want posters, bookmarks, lanyards, stress balls.
4: What are you going to do with a bookmark, Craig?
2: Hey, I'll take it. I'll stick it in
0: my uh, Audible account. (laughs) Is there NFTs for bookmarks that I can...
2: (laughs) What what Craig does with bookmarks is a funny (laughs) statement.
0: uh yeah but look hi i'm craig here's eight things besides reading a book that you could do with a bookmark
2: you can use it as a little fan um
0: no i i'm i was uh we started a book on our road trip did we not we started two we started david spades uh uh-huh. uh auto audible exclusive um autobiography not autobiography but a, his book one of his books. It was uh, uh what's, yeah. what's that thing
4: Erotic? called? Auto, auto. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to do that.
0: <laughs> it's called. Uh, I got it for you. Polaroid Man in a Snapchat world, and then yeah, we also started Timothy Zahn's Heir to the Empire, which none mm-hmm. of us have ever read or listened to. I think we got like four chapters in, and I was enjoying
4: it. I, I was enjoying it as well. It was cool. Oh, yeah. It's cool that they. It's cool that they did voices for it. It's cool that it was. It's like a written, radio drama. Yeah. It was yeah, written before great. the. It was written before the prequels. And it's just like a complete alternate. Yeah. What happened after. Leia's
2: pregnant.
0: Yeah. Leia's pregnant
2: mm-hmm.
0: with Kylo Ren. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows the story. Um, it's
2: long been
4: written and told that way.
0: Cool. Well, listen, can we talk about Patreon real quick? Sure.
4: <laughs> Whoa. Are we allowed to? Is it allowed? Audience. Mm.
0: Join Patreon. It's great. So much content. Bonus audio every week. You get extra stuff on the pod. We got bonus episodes. We do zoom hangs and uh, we've got the toy anxiety after show. We do on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. You get exclusive access to the YHS discord, discord yep. and yep. the Instagram. And, and it's great. to
2: like our pre-recording our pre and post stuff.
0: Yeah. Our preambles.
2: Yeah. It's get great. Some, yeah. YHS pre.
0: So if stuff. you're, if you're into it, if you want to, um, <laughs> don't, I, don't <laughs> know.
2: I know what I'm doing
0: sometimes. Yes. YHS- Pre, pre stuff. Pre stuff. It's foreplay, is what it is. That's what we call it. Welcome to YHS foreplay. It's
2: kind
0: of an accident, but it's also. And then um, we, we do we do a little bit afterwards, and it's called post YHS clarity.
2: Oh yeah, it's dude.
0: it's phenomenal. Need a cigarette for that. Um, no, it's great. If you guys want to sign up, we'll put the little ad up here. You can do that at Patreon.com/slash. Yes, have some. It's as little as five dollars a month. Accessing years of bonus content i mean you sign up you get access immediately to the entire archive and there's a lot there so follow our journey if you want to support us if you can uh it's absolutely the best way to support us and allows us to do what we do i don't have anything else to say abigail
2: I fucking love everyone that listens to our show and you know, I love y'all and I'm really happy to be podcasting. It's literally my favorite thing to do and Thank it you. means a lot. Yeah. Cool.
4: Jake, any musings about
0: swamps, alligators, Joe Bob or... or uh...
4: Yeah. Uh, one of the things about that video is Joe Bob's like what is Dark Age got to do with Okie Fidoki Swamp? Didn't they film that in uh, Australia? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Joe Bob, you're you're right there. But uh, alligators are closely related to crocodiles. They're sort and of in the swamp. same. Uh, yeah, crocodiles also live in well, not really the swamp, but they, you know, it, they're very similar. They also live. also the last half of that question I asked you what your favorite of the of the giant you know animal genre was which is why i mentioned the movie dark age you ignored that part of my question wow <laughs> ah! just yelling at job no i just uh I'm, I'm happy that it's just whenever he read whenever he says okie swamp for the first time you can see he's kind of excited to yeah talk oh, about no, you swam. Swam. That's,
2: that's what distracted him from the rest it was like yeah. oh he goes a Finokey. great topic
4: oh. He smile. <sighs> he looks over at darcy and smile i love it i'm so i'm so happy he read that and uh I'm going to watch those other movies. And
0: And I think what we'll do is we'll do a, we'll probably this weekend over the 4th of July weekend. Happy 4th of July. Stay safe, everybody. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let's do a bonus. Let's do a Patreon episode.
4: Yeah. Uh, Patreon
0: exclusive YHS memories from Martha's Vineyard, where we can get into detail about uh, a lot of our trip. Oh, that's
2: not really good. We need to do that. I
4: thought that's what this episode was going to be. Me too. Talking about Martha's Vineyard.
2: This became its own Okie -okie Well, I think Martha's,
0: I think, you know, that's, you know, we're gonna get down and dirty. We're gonna give the
2: details of yeah. our personal lives, all the bloody details. Of That's Craig's for Patreon.
0: Foot. We're gonna talk oh, about yeah. bloody foot.
2: Yeah, dude. We had t- we have tons of stories to share. Yeah. It was quite a trip. Yeah.
0: All right, everybody. Well, for Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, and myself, Craig Goldberg, we l- bid you adieu. My fair Spanish <laughs> ladies. Sorry. Farewell right.
2: and adieu, my fair YHS listeners. Oh, yeah, you did it, huh? Yeah, really good job. job.
0: There you did it.
2: Farewell and adieu, my YHS fan club. Hey, you're singing
0: tonight. Thank you. You're in a good mood. I want dinner, so let's go ahead and stop this episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.